I'm actually a lizard person and this podcast is actually unveiling that I am a lizard person. Yeah, I take all of the bits of just you talking without any other person talking. Mm. I I make it just seem like it's like a (laughs) crazy lizard manifesto. (laughs) (laughs) Like (laughs) Using just my portion of this podcast. And it's like out of context, Matt is wild. It's going to sound like the rantings and ravings of an insane person. An insane lizard. A lizard person. (laughs) No doubt. No doubt. I'm so afraid of it. No, you're good, dude. You're good. (laughs) <laughs> and then you're drinking water, but then, like, your lizard tongue, like, yeah. darts in. I'm like, well, maybe not. Hi, Matt. Hi, Ashley. And hello, listeners. Welcome to the AF High List. Matt and I have been getting stoned and watching the 100 greatest American films of all time. As stated by the 1998 list by the AFI American Film Institute. Let's go, buddy. We're on number what? 58. Fantasia. 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 (laughs) Phantasm is definitely what I called it earlier. (laughs) And you were like, yes, let's do it. Let's watch Phantasm instead of a Disney movie. Because we're old. (laughs) Sorry for that weird singing. Was it bad? Like, was that maybe the worst intro I've ever done? Because I really was stoned and I thought I could get through it. And then I forgot what I was doing while I was doing it. And I just let my mouth keep going. Here's the only thing I'm worried about with this song. Getting hit with a copyright. Because... (laughs) Which song did I copyright? (laughs) Matt and Ashley are smoking their way through. Oh, I read... That banger hit from 1940. 1940, for sure. It's in this movie. Yeah. The orchestral version of it. Right. Yeah. Yes. It's set to... Which segment is that song set to? Find out now when you watch Fantasia. I don't know what any of the segments are because I'm not a... I'm not a classical music, like, brain boy. You know what I mean? Yeah, none of that shit sticks. You could tell me (laughs) it's Bach or Mozart or Beethoven, and I would be like, I (laughs) I don't know. I don't know what any of them are. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what they're called. Dude, Amadeus. I don't know who does them. I think Amadeus, like, gave you some information that, like, could stick. Yeah, but when you say Amadeus, the first song that pops in my head is Rock Me Amadeus, which is not in that film. (laughs) Which is definitely, what's the band? Falco. Falco. Falco's Rock Me Amadeus. 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 Yeah. That was a good one. <laughs> mm-hmm. I liked Amadeus. It was pretty good. Salieri. Yeah. See, I, I, knew, I know that now. I really, I really like that movie. That oh, was are a we pleasant, doing a podcast right That was a pleasant surprise. <laughs> oh, I, got, I didn't see you guys there. Welcome. Thanks for coming over tonight. So... <laughs> <laughs> I've lost control of the room. I don't know where we go from here. Let's talk about Fantasia. Fantastic. It's number 58 on the list. Yes. <laughs> oh my goodness. What a wild time. This is like, I love how usually for the podcast, we're just like, do can we do it? Can we do it today? We're ahead for the first time, I think, ever. Oh, yeah, we're just chilling today, and we're like, you want to watch Fantasia? <laughs> Dude, when you get... It truly is like Fantasia. It's a Walt Disney animated film that has no dialogue, pretty much. It's like, you know, it's not a heavy watch. No. 
So, like, I can pop that puppy on whenever. I haven't seen it in a really long time. Well, this is, I guess, tied to if we'd seen it already. But still, I hadn't seen it in a really long time. And, yeah, it's just with with the no sound thing and you could talk. And, and we'll talk about it when we get into it, too. This movie is almost tailor-made for this situation. Yes. For stoned <laughs> individuals, if there is any movie on this list to watch... It's just this one because when you're stoned, sometimes you don't want to really watch a movie, but you want to watch something. You want visual stimulus, Sound. but you want to be able to talk and get your thoughts out while there's visual stimulus. And like, yeah, like some music, some background mm-hmm. is like good to set the vibes. And this has got it all. Yeah, for sure. It has... We all love shadows. Like, let's just give it up for the shadow work. Oh, I specifically wrote the term shadow play. I was like, the shadows. They're just dipping around everywhere in this moody Walt Disney film. Yeah. It's like, I I had never seen Fantasia before. And so, like, I knew it was a bunch of different kind of segments, like traditional cartoon kind of roundups or whatever. But I guess, like, I didn't know. I just knew it was, like, yeah, like an orchestra the whole time in... Uh, segments but I guess they're just like so separate short films they're similar stylings but like I don't know they each have such a specific different vibe yeah they're, yeah, they're each doing like whether it's experimental which this movie actually feels like the first and only maybe experimental movie on this list mm-hmm. so I would call this movie an experimental movie sort of this anthology format in 1940 this mi- mixing of animation and live action yeah. in 1940 it's like it's, it's <laughs> testing some stuff out, you know? For sure, but I mean, I guess, like, that's... It's a big motiv- motivator to, like, test shit out when, like, you intended on making a short and you had to somehow explain why you had to spend $125,000 <laughs> on a short with Mickey Mouse. Yeah. And you're like, uh, it's gonna be a movie and we're gonna make an entire new system of sound for it. Yeah. That, like, that's insane. Disney was fucking nuts in the 40s. <laughs> yeah, they were really throwing down. They right? were just like, we don't give a fuck. <laughs> we must create. And I'm like, okay, Disney, like, fucks up a bunch, like, throughout history and shit. But, like, you know what? They were fucking wild innovators. They were just, like, uncaged. Like, they just... Yes. They were hungry for it. Yes. And they didn't give a fuck how much money it was. Innovators, rule breakers. Yeah. Just all of it. Yeah. Rebel cinema. (laughs) Yeah, but like the drugs that they must have been on. For this movie in particular. Yes. Holy shit, because that's the next level of it. So I was saying it's kind of tailor-made for stoners for your situation. Mm -hmm. But also for like for your viewing experience, the visuals they are providing are straight out of... Like, I swear to God, they're on some psychedelics. In well, this movie. Like, ten years later is Alice in Wonderland, and that's like a mushroom trip. Mm-hmm. And super know? psychedelic as well. Yeah, so I just think it's like that same group of animators. You know, that's just like the artist. Think of just like being an artist in the 40s and 50s. Yeah. What else are you doing? Probably drugs. Like drugs. Yeah, it seems opium. like it. Yeah, it seems like it. <laughs> like it was just straight up opium <laughs> on the corner. <laughs> They're like, hey, Susan, do you have a cup of opium I could borrow? <laughs> oh, and she's like, oh, I just bought a bag at the market. You're Take the whole thing. Yeah, I'll get some more. This brick of opium. <laughs> I'll get some more opium at the opium store. <laughs> like, yeah. In the for- like, oh, my gosh. And I mean, the way this, there's like a, 
an announcer in this movie or like a narrator almost mm-hmm. like they're on it but like they kind of shield the actual physical human beings in shadow and color to make it more animated looking mm-hmm. i think and to play with the sound and everything timing wise everything's choreographed mm-hmm. and really well placed mm-hmm. it's aesthetically pleasing to yes. look at another but, thing that fits in with being stoned and watching it. it's very sure. satisfying <laughs> yeah and like the narrator i don't remember where i was going with it i have zero clue what i I was going to say but anyways talking about that narrator guy i do have like i did write a couple notes this time i tried my best wonderful Um, i have abandoned notes entirely yeah like (laughs) (laughs) for like an anthology like the wraparound is kind of just like this narration guy in front of the orchestra and like chit-chatting with everybody and instructing people to do different things and like <laughs> and he comes out and talks to everybody oh yes i remember give it to me i was like those opium people like well they're pushing out kids and they don't know how to talk to anybody so they have this narrator come out and he's like hello this is a story this is a movie and sometimes this is an orchestra and sometimes when we hear music we see pictures in our head and some pictures could be this and some pictures could be that and that's what we do when we imagine it was literally like spoon feeding how you're supposed to watch this thing Mm -hmm. and i was just like wow this is going on for fucking ever how about you just show me and and not tell me because show not show don't tell is like such a big like writing thing and like you know like creating thing it's like actually do the thing instead of having to explain it but it's like this movie was made so long ago that like they had to show you because they're like hi this is a movie yeah you've literally (laughs) never experienced anything like this before so let me kind of spoon feed you what this is gonna be or else you are gonna be fucking terrified and lost they're like hey this is not real (laughs) (laughs) but then motherfucking mickey mouse is real because he comes out of his story and thanks the orchestrator guy yeah leonard what's his face leopard oh yeah you said leonard earlier yeah it threw threw me leopard (laughs) leopard leopard skin tunic leopard skin tunic was the greatest orchestral master (laughs) Anyways, uh, <laughs> yeah, Mickey Mouse, like, interacts with a, can you imagine 1940 audience being like, that mouse is <laughs> real, that's where kids are like, Mickey Mouse exists, I mean, think about like when they opened all those theme parks and stuff too, like, yeah. kids were like, Mickey Mouse is a real person, <laughs> I met Mickey Mouse the today, Mickey Mouse. <laughs> Have you met the motherfucking Mickey Mouse? (laughs) The Sorcerer's Apprentice. I bought his hat. (laughs) My dad was mad because it cost $45. (laughs) And it's the 70s. So that's like (laughs) $1,000. But I got this cool hat. I spilled orange juice on it in the car. (laughs) On the way home. On the way home. And dad got pissed. Like, yeah, that's the style of like crazy franchising that disney can just effortlessly do yeah and this fucking anthology of some wacky shorts set to classic compositions or songs like i don't know i sound like an idiot when i'm talking about classical music 
I'm with you. I don't know anything about it. I want to learn more, though. That's, do you? Yeah, I do. I, I think, don't. <laughs> I like knowing a little bit of everything. I do, too. I have, like, a bunch of different interests and fields and stuff like that. I really this do. This is teaching me some stuff, uh, like this list, because oh, like, yeah. I, I wouldn't know who Sally Airy was. Right. That's so, pretty fun. I like the things, yeah, that this list is giving you. But, yeah, for whatever reason, classical music is not one I want to jump down the rabbit hole of. Yeah. I'm good. I just want to maybe be more familiar, like, at the top of my head, like, some of the classic songs. I'm like, I know the songs. I can sing the whole song. Or, like, you know, hum along with it or whatever. But it's like, I forget what composer does it. You know? So, like, I just want to try it maybe make myself the flashcards or something. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, remember flashcards? That was such a big part of my life. A lot of anxiety. Oh, so much anxiety. Flashcards. Oh, But I cow. think did help me learn math. I got really smart really fast, I feel like. I terrifyingly was, fast i was always good when i was younger at the memory game you know yes. like where yes. something is i was like same excellent same. Said. um and i always equated flashcards to that kind of because mm-hmm. you're just like yeah you're recalling you're patterns you're recalling patterns it's recall we were trained in recall yeah which I don't think is the best way to teach children, honestly. No. Like, I do think flashcards helped me learn, mm-hmm. but I don't think just memory recall should be all that we're learning in schools think... because I memorized a ton of shit from K through 8th grade. I memorized yeah. shit and got it straight A's. I'm dumber than a box of rocks right now. Dude, I think... Uh, I think... <laughs> and it ain't the weed. <laughs> For sure. I think, like, we were... I think that learning style is kind of... I think every single learning style has a disadvantage. Like, it doesn't allow you to process something a certain way. And then it's really hard when, like, times change and technology changes and the way you get information changes. So, like, for our generation, we were, like, very much repetitive memory. Build up your strong memory skills so you can, like, really be productive because you remember a lot of stuff really quickly or whatever. But now the attention spans of people are so low that that skill doesn't matter anymore Mm -hmm. because you can just look everything up. Mm -hmm. So we were specifically trained to be encyclopedias of things. And now it is completely irrelevant. And I don't know if that's like still the teaching style. I don't know how school is anymore true. for true. kids. So it's like, oh, I hope they're doing more than like, I hope it is more. Um, and I think the benefit of me going to uh, like in AP classes, not all of them. Some of them were still just that like hardcore repetition and like memorizing. I took this etymology class and it was just like memorize all of these stems that was like the best fucking class i ever took because i know like the root of every word <laughs> nice i would love to get back in that too see there you go i just want to learn don't you just want to learn i do but i think i want to swing i'm swinging a different way you want to sure. learn like book <laughs> book like <laughs> smart like really study it like a subject and i feel like yeah i'm, I'm loving sort of cherry picking aspects of just different things right? oh yeah no i i want to do a bunch of different stuff like too. i'm wikipedia learning right now which is like mm. junk food learning but it's learning <laughs> it is, that is a good term for it it's like an indulgent learning yeah that's where I'm at currently. For sure. I think I've been living in that for an entire year mm-hmm. of, like, quarantine. Like, I've just been living on 
deep diving into random ass topics. And I think I've gotten to the point where I've done that so much that now I'm like, let's go deeper into some shit. Mm -hmm. Let's learn some stuff long term. Like, let me study something for not two nights. Like, four months. Right. (laughs) I study something. Like, how wild of a brain... But yeah, I think I just want to do that. I feel like I get in the mood to do that all the time. But like, I'm too busy to actually do it. <laughs> yeah, it's true. That's but now the unfortunate I can do thing. it. But now, yeah, you have that t- in time to invest in learning. Yeah. 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 I'm good. I'm I'm so for that for you. Thank you. I'm like. I'm so for that for you. <laughs> I can't wait to learn more of where your, your Wikipedia surfing takes you. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'm sure there'll be something I want to really learn about, too. But for now, junk fooding. <laughs> it's still learning. I just, like, really want to shout out the appreciation I have of that classic 90s Disney logo. Yep. It may have been in the 80s. I don't know if it's before Little Mermaid. It might be before Little Mermaid. Maybe the late 80s uh, throughout the 90s. Yeah. yeah, it's that classic blue background yep. with the white and it, and it fades down and it's just the etching. Yeah. Like the silhouette of the castle with the little thing. Oh, and the, the song sounds kind of the best in that one. Yeah. <laughs> it's like way lighter. Yeah. And it just is the logo coming down. Like the, the scanning. Yeah. And it's like... It's my favorite one, too. It gives me chills. I'm ready. Nobody's brought it back yet. I'm waiting for the nostalgia thing for somebody to finally use it oh, again. Oh, we gotta. It's the best. I have, but yeah, I miss that one so much. It's my favorite oh. of the Disney logos. And I was really happy to see it here because this is an 80s, 90s tape that we watched. So Yeah, it's like made in the 40s, but it's like, I think this was one of the first... It says on the the back of the VHS, it says the first release, home video so release. So it's of 90, Fantasia. not the 91 one. They came out with the collector's edition or whatever. Oh, it might be. I don't know. Yeah, I was on the Wikipedia. I got pretty deep into the production of it. So 90? Because I don't think it's a special edition. 90. That would be the first one, yeah. Yeah, then that's what that is. What a dorky thing. Like, what is this? Like a statistics podcast? Like, what am I talking about? (laughs) Uh, You know, I think think, uh, people that listen to podcasts uh, love statistics, though. Yeah. Like, there's just something... In, in their brain, mm-hmm. you know. We like uh, dates and numbers because yes. we were literally forced to memorize. In, in school, <laughs> yeah. So um, I think there's a there's a certain sect of maybe our audience that really got off on that little like factoid about oh, the for sure. releases. <laughs> yeah, that's like a very deep thing. That's what people do. Like they look up like box office numbers or they look up Wait, like... That's what yeah. I, I Let's see, that's cherry picking and learning stuff. Mm-hmm. I'll find out a movie's box office and all the different releases and the different studios that put the movie out in the different years it came out. For sure. Like, and I, have... I look that shit up all the time. Oh, if you guys don't know, Matt has another podcast called uh analog jones in the temple of film with steve wonderful friend from episode of star wars on this podcast Mm -hmm. so like matt talks like deep dive details of vhs culture like (laughs) and uh a lot i i also don't write anything down for that podcast and yeah steve is like totally the one bringing like numbers to the table and and then you're just like take absorbing but like but like a lot of that stuff like that i like those factoids that i spout off on that show i just have on the top of my head for some reason yeah for sure it's like yeah new line put that one out in 91 and i and then it was like later came out with this or whatever you know and i'm like brain why do you retain that information (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, it's absolutely wild. Like, when I met you, like, I was blown away by your, like, crazy encyclopedic knowledge of, like, production. Com- We've talked about it before. Your ability to just be like, that movie is under this umbrella of this production house or whatever. Mm. Like, you know every fucking random detail. How does your brain have that? I don't know. Wow, what a machine. Yeah, it's wild. It's absolutely wild. Um, so, yeah, like, at least I have a, an outlet to spout <laughs> that you, off on. Would you get the classic 90s Disney logo? You love it. That's your favorite one. Yeah, I would say, yeah. Would you get that tattooed on your body? Not at all. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're like, I can't have an allegiance to Disney. I don't have an allegiance to Disney. I like a lot of Disney movies, yeah, but, but you I don't want to say allegiance. Like, you don't want to be like property of Disney. Uh, I would get a what like that '90s Disney tattoo before like I got a full moon tattoo. Like, oh no God. way, no way. Of you course. should absolutely get a full moon tattoo. I should do it where it's like the logo, but just the words are missing. But it's, it's like just the exact logo, yeah, like yeah. with the square around it and everything, and the the way the clouds come in on that. <laughs> blue moon in the sky oh my gosh you must. it would yeah you I could get an entire full moon sleeve yeah holy shit oh shit I get like a, yeah <laughs> yep and the puppet master and the evil bomb you should get blade yeah. absolutely yeah. i think we're figuring out what your cat dude i should be. get a fucking full moon sleeve oh how badass would that be i would love it and it's just yeah fucking baby oopsie coming down <laughs> don't my you fucking, dare get a baby oopsie it's one of the iconic I Full moon. cannot stand baby oopsie. I'll, okay, I'll do Jack in the Box <laughs> from that movie. Gosh, I cannot stand the toys one. I don't <laughs> like the toys one. Demonic toys is the worst. <laughs> I can't. I'm all for your puppet master, even though most of those are bad too. Half of them. Half, <laughs> half of them. them. Half of them. Well, it's like there's so many now. Most of is not that. It can be like just one over half because there's the catalog is enormous. Yes, there's thirteen, fourteen movies now. So, jeez, yeah, no, we gotta like totally full moon fill in that sleeve. Hell yeah, that's what's absolutely, up. absolutely. It's witch house stuff because I fucking oh, you yes. know I have a weird thing with all the Dude, witch house. I'm movies. totally getting a big witch tattoo. So like I don't know if I'm gonna. You're get probably it. gonna get like witches and moons, and I should do my witches and moons when you do yes. yours. But it's like fucking full moon oh dorky. <laughs> cartoon like characters couple adjacent like, yeah oh my god our, sim- our similar interests but the different ways <laughs> oh my god it's our flavor of yeah. the same yep. thing oh my god yeah i'm obsessed with this i feel like the audience heard such a real genuine <laughs> moment from us right now because i'm like we have to do this <laughs> oh my god uh, <sighs> and we're, we're gonna start a gofundme for this to happen. <laughs> I'm going to need some serious ink after I get out of this nightmare of a quarantine. <laughs> I've already planned it. Like, I'm, I literally, like, my goal this year is to book a tattoo appointment because I only got two pieces on my arm and I got to get going. You want him. You I need him. I want him. I need him. I gots to have him. So I think, like, us talking about tattoos is really funny because it's, like, <laughs> almost the... We just watched an animated film, so we're interested in the creativity behind everything it's kind of nice to just watch like a cartoon after so many like war movies it's true i think i think movies like this like this kind of animated movie really do spark like fire off a creative neuron in my brain when i watch these and it like lights me up yeah to think of other things like 
tattoo, you know, any other kind of different kind of art or whatever, visual art. Yes. Uh, animation digs that out in me, and it's always fun. I really liked, um, I think it was at the first short or something, where it's just like lights. It's like little firework bursts and stuff. Yeah, the first one was more just like interpretive, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I just, it like stars in the sky, and so it just kind of twinkles the whole time, and that was like really nice to like... I guess, sh- oh, shout out to a certain weed we took. We're really enjoying the 1906 um, THC pills. Yeah, they're not edibles. They're like pills. Yeah, they're just like little pills that are, um, they, they do the trick in 20 minutes. They're like a time release thing. Um, and they're really wonderful. They're new to Illinois, which is pretty cool. And uh we literally tried one of them. They have a variety of options, like you for happiness, for energy, for love, for genius. Like it's a, it's a bunch of different types of things. And we tried one, and we like took <laughs> they're like five milligrams, and we took some of those, and we were like, "This is the greatest thing." We gotta get more of these and all the different flavors. <laughs> <laughs> and it took forever for them to restock because it was brand new. Yeah, they got wiped out so quick, and then Illinois didn't have them anywhere for a minute. <laughs> yeah, so like you best believe that when they were at the store, I got every single one that I could, and yeah. and now we've been like living off, <laughs> not living on them, but like, <laughs> if you will, <laughs> no. Um, usually we have like a. Ver- variety of things so we don't take the same thing over and over again but pretty much like we just bought those so we're just like sampling the variety and i gotta say they're a very consistent well dosed option with effects that i would just say are all generally positive yeah i really like these a lot i think the bliss are still my favorite the bliss is just such a wonderful I like I I like the bliss, but I gotta say my next favorite one might be the uh, go oh, one go. because I feel like go almost unlocks more that part of my brain yes. that is closer to genius. <laughs> genius, I feel like, just makes me a motor mouth. Oh, for sure. Which I love also because we love to talk. Yeah, and love made me my love made me talk the most. I think of the yeah. four. Um, but yeah, I like go because it because I feel like it wakes my <laughs> well and it wakes my brain up for sure. Which Genius kind of does, but Genius just, yeah, makes me run my mouth nonstop. Go targets it a little better. <laughs> For sure. I think there's a couple more. I would love to try. I think they have a sleepier one or, you know, like a relaxed yeah. one or something. And I would love that because I just too keyed up all the time. I know. I think there's two like that. There's a sleep one and a chill one. Would love and it. I would love both of those. Yeah. so Because I can't sleep a wink. <laughs> If you have that brand, and I think they're expanding every day, and I know more states are passing that, like, good job. I think Virginia. Didn't Virginia just become a state? I don't... Did they legalize? I don't know. I stopped paying attention when we got it. Mm, sorry. <laughs> Selfish. <laughs> I don't know. It's happening more and more every day. So congrats to the people in the states who are finally, like, getting more accessible uh, medicinal marijuana. Like, that's... Yeah. I'm the, happy. The cannabis shops it opening makes it up. easier for when I travel there. You know, like if they've got it legally, then I don't need to smuggle it it's in. It's like, come on. It's like not just decriminalize. Like, what the fuck? What's happening? Let people out of jail. Like, it's so stupid. Anyways, like, yeah, this is a weed podcast. We get buried. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> the government doesn't want us here. <laughs> I know they don't. 
But that's a really good recommendation if you do see that brand and you're interested in some of the emotions we were just discussing. 1906. Check out, check out that thing. if, And they come in either 5 milligrams or 2.5. So you can kind of customize it to how you would like to build your experience. I love the first time we were like, let's take 15. And then we were like, whoa, I'm so happy. Because it was the Bliss yeah, ones. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And we were really happy on the Bliss ones. Yeah. That's why they're my other, Go and Bliss are my favorites. Because they're just like, whoa, good times. <laughs> just really proud of us for like pumping the brakes though on like the dosages. Yeah. Because sometimes. 10 and 15 do you, the trick. I know you fellow stoners out there know it. It's like when you get stressed and you're like, I need to chill out and go to bed. <laughs> you do rely on it more and we had so much stress but now i'm like i am not in a crumbling hole <laughs> yeah we have a little less stress the move is done the shitty apartment's done and then i'm at the point where i'm watching cartoons uh for just at our leisure at our leisure <laughs> that's fantastic yeah i love that what a beautiful time yes and uh one of one of the things tied to the weed we were just talking about. Yeah. So the 1906 brand. I thought that this was really good for, and then this is tied to what you were just talking about. The You were talking about the shapes and colors one mm-hmm. that was kind of the first one. The origin of the universe one. Oh, yeah. With the go that we just took. For sure. Uh, that one really, like, that's the point at which I crossed the threshold and was like, this movie is a movie for stone people. Oh, like hardcore. <laughs> like at the beginning, I was like, oh, yeah, that's kind of trippy with the lights and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But then they do Sorcerer's Apprentice. It's pretty normal. And then uh, that Origin of the Universe one, I was like, whoa, big stoner one. <laughs> yeah, and then you get to like the dinosaurs and stuff. Yeah. And like it just kept going and going and going. But like at first, I was like freaking out because I was like, ew, little bacteria. I don't like them. Yeah, little trilobites and things. <laughs> yeah, the lack of like, little parasites. It's just so sci-fi. Don't like it. That's our beginning. Do you ever think about that? Like childbirth? It's just like it's just like science fiction. It's like it's like gross. <laughs> do you, do you, do you ever think about that? <laughs> I say to just the stoned world. Oh, there is like a really important question that I wrote down during this movie, and I did want to just pose it generally to the room. To Let's this, do it. Hello, hello. How many dogs do you think listen to this podcast? I don't know. They don't give us that statistic on iTunes. <laughs> and I think that's something that that needs to change. Yeah. Like, if you listen and you have a dog, you better send me a fucking photo of it right now. <laughs> at afhighlist at gmail.com extra points if you send us a picture of dog listening to our podcast <laughs> oh my god a little video of them listening to our stupid voices if oh. i hear my stupid voice in the background with a puppy in the foreground <laughs> i'm gonna be thrilled <laughs> yeah you also have to tell me the dog's name yes that's also that's a requirement and then you, you have, have to send me the dog <laughs> that's what you were leading to exactly <laughs> you found me out <laughs> I do need your dog <laughs> shipped to me immediately. Uh, it is of utmost import- importance <laughs> that you adhere to this request. But in this apartment, it's got to be a certain weight, and 
Right? It's got to be a small thing or something. I think literally the guy was just like, just don't have it kill anything. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It was like, as long as it's not a monster, it can live here. (laughs) And that doesn't mean like pit bulls or anything because like, oh. There is one here. There is one here and it's (laughs) sweet as hell. So like. They just meant no killers. They just meant literally like. Poodles. Rottweilers. If you got it from like killer dogs. (laughs) Dot com (laughs) are us. (laughs) dot net for sure mm-hmm. it's dot net Ugh. yeah like maybe don't do that and i was like okay so this place just doesn't really give a fuck about it anymore. right i think literally if we had the biggest most enormous dog ever they'd be like oh it's so cute as long as it doesn't rip yeah. anything's head off just pick up its big dumps <laughs> yeah and you know don't let it bark too much yeah well which isn't really an issue here <laughs> oh no every day there is a dog that runs this place that we found out and oh. he barks my non-stop God. he parks in the backyard so much yes like just at anything literally one of the first days we were here i heard a dog barking and there's a window at behind our head and i literally opened the blinds while we were sleeping and there was a dog sitting on the other side of the window pointed at the window barking at it for no reason and it couldn't even see me because it was like a glare and i just tapped on the window and then it lost its fucking mind and then barked more yes and it's pretty much just consistently been that yeah so we can have one of those as long as it doesn't kill anything (laughs) for sure it can kill all the bugums yeah i swear to god okay (laughs) i must speak of the bug scenario okay that we recently had okay um gosh why are they so popular in chicago centipedes just rule chicago i think it's true true. i grew up here and i've seen them all my life always wiggling in the house somehow i feel like i saw one really long centipede in my garage once Uh like we just didn't get them in the house so much we had spiders a lot i feel like i think i think chicago gets more centipedes than spiders yes and i love it here because i'm terrified of spiders (laughs) centipedes are quickly rising to be another one um but i woke up in our new apartment yes you know we've been here for two weeks and i Wake up from a nice night of sleep. I had, f- I, I didn't have my glasses on, obviously. I opened my eyes. Matt's gone. He's not in bed. He's in the living room. It's no longer the same place. <laughs> <laughs> like our previous apartment became. I opened my eyes, turned my head to the right, and on the wall is a huge dark spot. And I immediately was like, well, that's not good. Because that was a thing. I put on my motherfucking glasses, and it is the biggest-looking centipede. It's because its legs were long. Sometimes they have one. short ones. It was and a like, wide one. Ugh, it was like spider it wasn't. It wasn't that long, but it was pretty wide. It looked wide. thick. Yeah. And it just was, like, not, not great. And luckily, I heard the pitter-patter of your rescue feet. I was like, mad. <laughs> <laughs> mad, please come in here. <laughs> and I... <laughs> down the hallway in my little sockies and i was like can you please kill this giant bug that's on the wall because and i turn and look because i'm looking at you i don't even know it's to my left at all and then i turn and look and i'm like oh that's a big one 
exactly <laughs> and so like just in the positioning of it it is along a wall and along that wall is a dresser and because we were moving there was a stack of my clothing new so clothes new <laughs> clothes brand new clothes i just bought myself like a new sweatshirt and like a sports bra and i had some jeans in there that i had just washed and i was like this is a little pack that i was going to put away today <laughs> and uh the centipede was nowhere near it and i was like can you kill, kill this? it before it gets on my because clothes. <laughs> i don't want it to run away and land on my clothes matt is getting uh, a shoe i go run the, shoe. I get, run to the other room and it starts immediately wa- crawling over the dresser and i'm just you know absolutely devastated but silent i'm like everything is fine nothing's gonna go wrong. well no you are saying to me it's moving and well, I'm like, but i I'm, wasn't freaking out no no you're not like hey, it's moving you were just like hey it's moving it's and I'm, moving. Like, I'm like i'm just I've looking for a shoe i believe i said it's moving i've got eyes on it yes and i said okay i'm just grabbing a shoe and then boom, 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 i run back and I swear to God, I look at this thing, and now it is directly above your clothes. And I'm like, up, oh, it's about to take off again. And this motherfucker just jumps. He fell. He <laughs> straight up just was like, I'm not using my legs anymore. Yes. I have 90 million legs. I'm and I, use any of I have used it to crawl all along this wall. But because this man has arrived at a shoe with a shoe, I'm going to drop and land directly on. <laughs> my new sweatshirt and then i see it crawl through every nook and cranny every fold every fold of it just going and then i see it go down to the next layer of clothing yeah and so oh my god i was just like this is i had just woke up two minutes before this happened and um i like just to clarify the Bug ran through every layer of clothes, like, within, like, three seconds. Three seconds. But obnoxiously, like you're mentioning, it went through every nook and cranny <laughs> of, like, the four deep stacked clothes it was. It was like, oh, here's a fold, here's a fold, here's the next clothes, here's that fold, here's the one under that, here's the fold in there. <laughs> then the motherfucker fell on the floor and I stepped on him, and that was the end of the story. But, <laughs> but like, you know, how insulting. It was like, hey, real quick before you kill me. I'm going to go through all of these. <laughs> Are these your new clothes here? I'm going to wiggle through all of it. And I'm like, thank you. <laughs> Have a nice afterlife. <laughs> uh, and I smushed it. Thank you. You're my damn hero. Mm-hmm. Hey, you're a wonderful person. <laughs> hey, I will always be your bug killer. Thank you so much. I'm really happy. I also don't like bugs, but I can handle killing them a little bit better. Thank you. But just no world... I don't like him either. <laughs> Nobody does. But it's like, I'm almost like, yeah, just keep all, I need a dog. So it'll just keep, so eat send them. me your dogs. Send me your dogs. Send and me your dogs. And I'll eat them for us. Because I need it to start barking at a fucking wall. And I'm like, thank you for informing me of an intruder. Yeah. This is my sanctum. <laughs> Do not come in here. <laughs> we should talk about, I think the most interesting segment for me personally and I believe it is the um, the centaur and so- oh, the, centaurettes. The, the uh, mixed mythology one? Yes. Because, seriously, when I was looking at the mythology, guys, this is just like, just me nitpicking at stuff. If you start referring to, like, mythology and you say Zeus, my brain immediately is like, okay, so, like, the Greek variety. And then you say, like, Vulcan. And I'm like, no, that's Hephaestus or whatever it is. And it just, it's confusing. So Wikipedia, maybe pick 
pick an origin. <laughs> you can't cross them. Yeah, because it was listed as like Greek, Roman, and Latin. Yeah, all of them. Yeah. They were just it, like, we're, we're doing a just a Yahtzee pot. Yeah, of the different mythology a names. Yahtzee pot. wonder what that is. <laughs> Yahtzee. Yahtzee. Um, but yeah, there were just like so many little centaurs. I mean, I love Greek mythology in general. So I was like, oh, how fun. Little centaurs. They had their titties out. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> the girls were just bathing by there and I was like oh fun I guess that was fine but like I think it was controversial I, I, I don't know I was kind of reading and they were like it insisted that they wear like flowers around them or something that covered but like they didn't in the beginning yeah and the flowers still had nipples <laughs> they do, well, I mean they did though you know what I mean Like the... it's not that the flowers had nipples it was like they placed the flowers in a position where it would be where the nipples yes. are. It's not that the flowers had nipples. Can you imagine if they illustrated, like, nipples on the flowers? No, no. It's just, like, the position. Yeah, it's, like, the the middle, like, the part that the yeah. bees pollinate in the flower is the nipple. It's perfect. Yeah. I'm doing the glasses hands on my nipples. <laughs> I found out I can't do the glasses hands on my face anymore. I don't know if anybody would know what that means. Okay. The glasses hands? You know when you do... The two circles with your fing- index fingers and thumbs, and then you turn your hands upside down and you put glasses on your face. Yeah, you like put your fingertips at the bottom of your face and like flip it. And I can do it, but Matt horrifically, horrifically cannot do it. I cannot do it, and I feel like I used to be able to do it. And I'm like, am I this <laughs> stiff and unflexible now? Like, yeah, I think you are. I for think sure. so too. During the day, my hands look like action figure hands. <laughs> like, if you picture, like, a Kenner toy from the 1990s, that's what my hands a look Kenner like. A Kenner toy? <laughs> I was trying to think of a toy brand. I don't know what Kenner is. I think they did Star Wars. Oh, see, I didn't have Star Wars toys. But not just They Star only Wars gave toys. me pink things. Mm, yes. I was a girl in the 90s. Well, I was a, I was a weirdo in the 90s, and I had pink things, too. <laughs> and... <laughs> and they were all Kenner. Uh, yeah, apparently they were all Kenner because it was the first toy I didn't think of Mattel. Yeah, it was like you didn't think of any of like the bigger ones. What are the other ones? Just Mattel. Mattel. I thought of Kenner. I went with Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> and Mattel is Barbie. Yeah. So. Well, Barbie also has action figure hands. I would say though, if if you're... yeah, but hers are like a little bit more elongated. Yours are more like Lego hands. <laughs> yeah, or like I feel like maybe like I'm thinking of uh, wrestling Kenner hands. or wrestling because you would always put something in those action figure mm-hmm. hands. Like yeah, the wrestling ones would have like the chair, like a steel chair, so you'd pop them in the hands, and the hands would hold the chair. And then like yeah. for the Star Wars ones, you put a lightsaber in the hand, so the hand kind of has to be a little closed. That's what my hands look like during the day most days. <laughs> can confirm i think you do you do like walk around like you're you're like a little doll that's about to get a prop added to. yes yes where's his coffee mug there Stick it is it in your hand <laughs> it's one of my accessories that my action figure comes with a little coffee little oh vhs <laughs> little coffee little water bottle oh big water gosh. bottle actually for uh, sure no it would be a water jug <laughs> it would be the ice mountain or the off-brand jug you buy at the dollar it was tree ice mountain because it was like so yeah you get into the dollar tree and you travel around the city with that jug you're yep. known for that jug and get i i drink it you i sit and it. i fucking finish most of that in a night so and everybody's like that's the most hydrated man i've ever seen in my life <laughs> 
damn straight, damn skippy I am. That is such a wonderful thing to think. It's like, what are your accessories that come with your action figure? What are yours? I just said three. Give me three that come with yours. Oh my gosh. Only three. I would absolutely say my journal. Word. (laughs) My bullet journal. Like, just my journal, for Mm -hmm. sure. And then... Oh my god, that's such a hard question. You can only get two more. Ah, like what would I have? Oh my goodness. What fits in your action figure hand? <laughs> oh my gosh. Drugs and water? Probably a weed and, a, <laughs> and water also? It's like a dime bag. <laughs> There's dime bag Ashley. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> Oh my gosh, no, it would be like a, a crispy joint or something. Yeah. And then I also would have water. But, but... like in a really aesthetically pleasing cup. Like yeah. a very nice kind of like good yeah. craft. And if there's any imagery, the imagery is really nice. Mm-hmm. Good cup yes. of water. <laughs> a glass. Yeah. I like drinking out yes. of glass. It would be specifically a classy glass is what you're. Yeah, I don't know what it is about me. I just really like drinking out of glass. Dude, my favorite coffee mug right now is a clear glass coffee mug mm-hmm. with cool witchy stuff on the outside because it's me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I guess you could say I like magic. <laughs> And that's why I like Greek mythology so much because there is an air of magic. There's a lot of magic. But I do want to like bring it back to that thing because like there were so many naked little cherub babies Mm -hmm. everywhere and they're like just trying to get everybody horned up. Mm -hmm. And uh, like as they court like the man and the woman centaurs together. And the ones with the same hair get with the same ones. Like the blondes and the brown hairs and the red hairs, they only stick together. Yeah, I think this section previously had some racist stuff in it for sure i think there were like representations but i think it said it was like removed like but i don't think we saw that version even like i I didn't see any like because honestly for disney when it's this old i'm always hyper aware i'm I'm ready bracing (laughs) bracing myself for the racism (laughs) for sure but i think this is post like edits of stuff like that when they removed it um, but you in, this, know, in this 1990 tape, <laughs> in this 1990s, oh wow, wow, just like so long ago. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they were just dancing all over the place, and there was so much heavy heavy drinking in this segment that yes. could say like you could say it's for children. In a way, I guess at that time, animation was just for everyone because it was new. <laughs> it's true. It wasn't necessarily. It was like everyone Classic could go tales. see it. But that's kind of how every movie was, if you think about it. For sure. Every movie was everybody could see it. Obviously, that's there incorrect. were... Horror movies for children. Yeah, but you know what I mean? They were all kind of rated one thing. They were like passed or failed, you know? <laughs> that's true. And so, like, yeah, use your discretion. Like, yeah, maybe you don't take a little kid to see Frankenstein in 1931. But, like, <laughs> yeah, they're, they're kind of for everybody, though, you know? Like, a teenager can see it and an old person. Would I see bet it. the babies who saw Frankenstein when they were born grew up to be the serial killers who, like, plagued the country in the 60s. <laughs> I was gonna say they were the people who were probably making, like, drive-in movies in oh, the 50s. Too. Like, but you went, movies. You yeah. went with serial killers, so... <laughs> I think maybe both could be true. 
I think you're right. <laughs> Maybe there was a split in the population. <laughs> they either went on to do drive-in movies or they became serial Well, killers. here's the difference. It's like the people who went and saw Frankenstein and then immediately went and hit their head too hard. Yes. Those were the serial killers. Yeah. Because they all have head injuries. Yeah. And trauma. Mm-hmm. <laughs> For sure. Right. Very nice. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> what a tangent. Yeah, but like the drinking, the heavy drinking mm-hmm. in like an animated thing is so funny. And I was like, is this a Dionysian like party right now? And they literally got lit. Yeah, they were drinking so much and just like fucking and drinking. Yes. And they were just like celebrating and dancing. And I'm like, yeah, you're all fucking partying because you're all drunk all the time because all you're drinking is wine always. <laughs> yeah. And then we were literally chanting, dance cherubs, make us more wine. <laughs> Because they just, like, could not help themselves. <laughs> they were, like, literally laughing hysteria. It was an insane time. Yeah. It was. It was really funny. It was it, absolute chaos. Yeah. And I loved it. <laughs> I love the ones that are chaotic. That, and dripping in sin. You know what I really, <laughs> what I didn't like? Was the one with, like, all the dancing zoo animals. The last one. The second to last one? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I agree. I didn't really dig that one that much Ooh, either. But then the dark, scary one at the end was pretty cool. Yeah, but then it farted off at the end. But it yeah, was just like people walking with lights while Ave Maria played. I'm pretty sure it was like an allegory for like... Or it was like that moment where they're going to heaven because they're walking towards the sunrise. So I think like what we saw was like hell... We were really digging the hell part because we were like, look at all these weird demons dancing strange and like... The the whole, like, big monster that looks like a big boss battle, which I think is a boss battle in, like, Kingdom Hearts or something. Um, but then I think at the end it's, like, supposed to be going to the Kingdom of Heaven. I feel like every single Disney movie, the end is the is supposed to be right. a thing about going to Heaven. So it's, like, if they show you dark themes, they have to show Heaven right as and a that, possibility. Or as, like, the ending. It's, yes. like, here's yes. hell, but... In the end, we're going to go to heaven. I don't know. I think that's just like my opinion of it. But I see that really pop up in a lot of old Disney movies a lot. And I think that is just a thing. I think you're right. I don't like this thing because it's me. So, of course, I don't like this thing. But, like, I I think because this last one, it's two songs. And they say we're going to do the light and the dark. Mm -hmm. We're going to present you the good and the evil or whatever they say. The two parallels with the two songs i'm like just cut ave maria we don't need it just do the one song and just do yeah a spooky one with a bunch of skeletons and ghosties because i'm in for it i love that part but yeah as soon as it fucked off i was done (laughs) (laughs) well i think it's just like i'm sure it was like the tempo of the movie it's like and we're coming down from the wildness, and it's like a breath of fresh air and it's positive and then the credits and then the credits yeah then they're all done and they leave and it's like, yeah, but I just wasn't as compelled with the animation in that song wasn't really giving me a lot in terms of a connection with the visuals, whereas the other previous songs were like really matched up with the kind of chaos and like really intense movement mm-hmm. from the actual cartoon. See, this episode we talked about a bunch of stuff that wasn't this movie, but I'm paying attention. <laughs> yeah, we watched the whole thing. Oh my goodness. Yeah, there's ones I like more than other ones. You know, like you said, the, mm-hmm. the, the hippo and the dancing tutu and stuff wasn't my thing. Oh, wow. I really like the sound visual one. 
Yeah, it was pretty cool where it was just it kind was of very like a short intermission. Yeah, it was very short, but I really liked that segment. I thought that was super cool. It is pretty fun just to watch sound. Yeah. It's the Windows Media Player. Yes. Effect. You know, like oh. we grew up watching those things and trying to watch it get in corners with the DVD menu thing. Yeah. You know? And the pipes on the pipes and twisting yeah. shapes. Of... Screensavers and things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So I like this kind of stuff where like it's sound reacting in, in like real time. Yeah, different instruments and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I like this stuff. So it's a really short segment in the movie. But it was really memorable. I think it's just really cool that at a time like this, which was so distant from us right now, 1940 was a long time ago for us, because we're we're like around 30 years old, and it's 2021. You know, like that's almost 100 years ago. Right. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, it's like 80 years. Um, I think it's cool that people in 1940 got to have a job where they created something that's never been created before inspired by classic works Mm -hmm. Uh, that's like a really cool collaborative challenge it's like you were taking a source material and then inspiring it visually an auditory thing you are bringing it to life with visuals and color and timing and like it's really cool that the artists got to create that and it's clearly on the list for a reason because it's like that's a big deal that was huge at that time yeah i agree it's fun that it's like this experimental thing this one is like finally one where i'm like okay i understand why this groundbreaking movie could be considered on this list because of what it did because it it did it and it i think it holds up to a certain extent i think what my i had never seen it and i heard a lot of people who are like my age would say like they didn't watch that one as much because it was boring to them but i think it's for older people who want to get high and just chill out yeah, it definitely made for stoners. <laughs> definitely made for stoners. Because it's not a kids movie. And the Mickey Mouse is in it, but it is more a visual interpretation of classic. It's a truly symphonies, not you know? even beyond that. It's a visual representation of sound. Yes. The whole time. Because there's literally that one segment, but also like every animated image is reacting to every change the timing and pitch and color yeah. change and yeah. lighting mm-hmm. and everything well even like the opening it is a real it, it has to do with real human people and their shadows mm-hmm. them playing the instruments and stuff and like the placement of lighting and timing of it switching with the conductor that's visualizing the sound it's mm-hmm. like putting on a very choreographed show Yes. <laughs> it feels like stage and radio yes. and movies, traditional like narrative live action movies and animation all smashed together. All four of those things smashed together. Mm-hmm. And I think that's it's pretty cool. Pretty interesting. And I think that's why that's on the list. Mm-hmm. And I think it's good for stoners. <laughs> you heard it here first. It's stoner approved. I stamp. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right. Yeah. Do you know what you're going to rate this? Yeah, I think so. Go for it. I'm going to rate Fantasia three and a half naked cherubs (laughs) out of five naked cherubs 
which you know isn't a, obviously a full five like it's not my favorite thing ever mm-hmm. but i'm giving it a 3.5 with no criticisms i dig it i think it's cool i like this movie i think lately we are on such a similar wavelength right now because i would also give it three point three point five opium bricks out of five opium bricks Word. because yeah i agree 3.5 because like three in terms of like my interest level i guess it does have some kind of like strange disney nostalgia because i was grown i was growing up during like a a disney marketing period so like yes. when i was a child the 90s disney explosion yeah <laughs> disney was just in my face all the time it was a brainwashing of disney so like we grew up with all of those movies that mm-hmm. came out in the 90s and stuff and the franchises well and then plus these because they all got released and they were part of like the disney lineup you had to see them all when you were a kid yeah collect them all on vhs mm-hmm. which is literally what you your family did you mm-hmm. have them and that's why we were able to watch them yes because we have it on VHS and uh, yeah I think it's just in my face so it's like three on just that level because it aligns with me mm-hmm. I guess like what you grew up with there's what a nostalgia like and, and also I think it is super creative but yeah point five in terms of like I see its merit I see its um, skill I see its contribution to like I think about how important music is in a lot of movies <laughs> uh movies that tend to be music driven and or have big scenes that feature a musical element mm-hmm. or whatever you know music in movies is my just plain favorite for sure thing. yeah i know i like horror and comedy mixed together and i like movies and music mixed together yes. it's what i love it so and there's so many like filmmakers now especially like who are just a little older than us who are so interested in music and film together in grain it's like i mean think about like tarantino edgar wright and mm-hmm. like you know i mean Ed- tarantino's a little bit older mm-hmm. but but like edgar wright's like that next person who's like very oh dude he's doing a music documentary did you see that yeah I mean, not the documentary <laughs> that he's that they that played at a festival on, yes. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, like I think that for so many of this modern generation, and I mean generation as in like the, a group of like forty years spanning, and then younger because it, music is so important in our culture even today. But like, it's just in everything. Our pop culture is music and film. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree, and and I think too there is an art to the blending of music and movies because there are people that do it better than others. Yeah, like Edgar Wright and Tarantino come to mind. James Gunn, mm-hmm. uh, these guys really do it. Oh yeah, Guardians the soundtrack. Yeah, it's like amazing. A, and, yeah, uh, it's like all of our faves from when we were growing up. Exactly. So like these people are doing it right. Then we see examples. I can't think of one right now, but not going well or whatever. But like. I think Fantasia is an example of this is kind of the way you do it. Yeah. Like, if you're going to do visual representations of classical music, this is a pretty cool way to do it. There's some pretty cool stuff in here. It's like, I think, like, music does so well in movies, especially when artists or, like, directors put them in there with a purpose. Yes. And if it matches your look, if it's matching your timing, your pacing, if it is matching and syncing up with something incredible if it's just there to be like because it's a popular song and you want to sell your soundtrack it just feels kind of hollow and like for a while there was like a track a minute 
After Guardians of the Galaxy, yes. every kind of action movie that came out after Guardians of the Galaxy for like two, three years. Would play 12 seconds of a popular every song. Every popular song ever made. Kind of the worst example was Suicide Squad. Yeah. Where they just dropped tracks after one, after another, after another. Yeah, they didn't even play them out. And it was sad because it's like you could tell that there were like one or two that like specifically always had that plan. And then like they just put everything else in the mo- in the moments where they should be breathing. Yeah. And it's like... Baby Driver is like a great example of like the music is literally in the plot. Yeah, and every shot is timed to it. Because and... he has to listen to yeah. it to drive. Mm-hmm. So it's like that has purpose. Mm-hmm. That's why that was like a really good blending. But Suicide Squad, it's just to market your damn soundtrack. Right. Because clearly that was just like a hope for money because they changed it so many times and they were so affected by twitter <laughs> yeah <laughs> they were like what is it gonna take to get us most money yeah and they're like well we didn't want to make that movie anyway so we're gonna make another one and i'm just like why didn't you just make the movie you were supposed to make in the first place i could talk shit about dc <laughs> so <laughs> i can't get in you can't I get can't. into it we're, we're, we're so far along in this thing i, I can't, can't get into it can't. i'm gonna cut myself off right now it, it can't happen oh well that's like kind of a good stopping point if you've seen fantasia you know what we're fucking talking about if you haven't if you want Fuck to off. No, <laughs> oh my god how savage um, i'm just kidding yeah like i would recommend it if you're stoned or if you're just curious it's like um just some images it's cool yeah it's cool that's very nice and i don't think it's boring yeah, it's pretty relaxing. Actually. It's just, yeah, but uh, you can take your eyes off of it for a second if you want to. If you want to go of... wash your hands like I did. Yeah. <laughs> and we were eating din-din, I needed to wash my hands. <laughs> it, it was a good movie to, like, kind of, like, finish making your dinner mm-hmm. and, and like, eating your dinner. It, it's a good, like, dinner time movie just yeah. to have on as, like, some stimulation. Yeah. And it'll hook you. You'll end up watching it all. <laughs> sure. So that wraps up number 58 on the list. We're so close to 60. I feel like that's a, every 10 is like a milestone. I know. I feel like. So it's pretty delicious right now. I'm very excited. So we're going to be at number 59, which is... Rebel Without a Cause. Very exciting. James Dean, here we go. We're just in the good part of the list now, <laughs> finally. Finally, we're out of the war thing. <laughs> we got a couple more war movies coming up, but like we're out of the them all on top of each other section, and I'm so excited. <laughs> yeah, it's it's gonna be well, it's just like every other one is a little bit more different in genre, yes. in style. It just felt kind of repetitive after a while. Yes. In in like the filmmaking type. And so it's, yeah, it, it just becomes exhausting. But now, yeah, we're, we're spicing it up. We're getting a little yeah, bit different. Yeah, we came up from Third Man, which was so its thing, to this, which was so different, and now Rebel Without a Cause, which is so different. They're all kind of within like a 20-year period, like yeah. the movies, but it doesn't matter because they're all so different. Yeah. Different facets of film. Genre, style, like pacing, yes. acting, like direction, everything is different. So yes. it just is a little bit more of a spicy experience. Yeah, like, I love this part. I of need more flavor. <laughs> A this, variety of flavor. Yeah, by the time we cross that 55 threshold, the, the, the list has so much more flavor. Exactly. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. So yeah, next week is going to be Rebel Without a Cause. If you want to check out our Instagram, it's at AFHighList. You can send emails and such and your dogs. Um, I'll give you information where to send those puppos. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you can shoot us an email to AFHighList at gmail.com. Uh, be sure to also leave us a rating and a review and subscribe so it automatically downloads. 
onto your phone so you never miss an episode. I don't know what day yet. <laughs> We're on number 59 next week, and I still don't have a consistent day. And these come out when we can do them. <laughs> but I think we're going to try out Thursdays if you guys like them. Um, yeah, so this has been fun. So nice to see you again. Thank you for coming into our homes or letting us into yours, however you want to look at it. Thanks for showing your dogs, seeing if they want to check out our pod. <laughs> you can get them their own cell phones and then also subscribe them to the podcast so your dog will never miss another episode. And make sure they leave a woof, rate, and review. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Unless you're Reggie in the backyard, I swear to God, quit your woofing. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Until next time. We've been high. <laughs> <laughs>